everyone, welcome back to Gesso Girls. It's just me, Julia, today. I am going to be chatting with you guys about a recent decision I have made. And I say decision kind of loosely because I definitely want to flow back and forth with this idea. Um, so nothing is set in stone. It's just a concept I'm working with. And hopefully it'll resonate with you. But I have ch I'm changing the way that I go about making work. And I came to this realization actually with talking to Kirk about it and just talking through my uh, a series I re recently launched and kind of it not going as I'd hoped. Um, a couple of the pieces that I felt the most connected to um, sold right away and they were pieces that I really felt like I had found a really awesome source image. I felt inspired in the moment. And then I ended up making a couple other pieces that just really aren't, didn't speak to me, but I was basically even being blunt, making them because I thought they would sell. I was like looking, it was a city series and I was literally looking at like Instagram, like where does the majority of my following from? And like picking cities based off of that, which is not a bad strategy, right? Like I'm trying to appeal to my audience, but I wasn't like inspired to paint those cities. I didn't, it wasn't like I'd happened upon a really awesome image. You know, I went hunting for one and I didn't really find one I loved, but I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go with it. Like I'll, you know, and of course, the ones that I did that for, like I didn't find an awesome image as a reference, um, but I just decided I had to paint them anyway because like somebody will buy them because they're from Dallas or whatever they didn't sell. And I think this is a really, you know, it's easy to just repeat the same thing over and over again and, and without, and then be confused about like why the results, you know, aren't changing. And I've noticed that this has happened to me a few times now in series, like because I'm, I've called it a series and I've said, I have this like pressure of like, oh, I need to create like, let me throw out a number, like 10 pieces or else I can't call this a series. And so then I end up making busy work or work that I otherwise wouldn't create, but because I feel like I need to fulfill this like, you know, ultimate word of a series. And hopefully you guys are following me right now. But if you, maybe another way to phrase this too is like, imagine, you know, you were given a, in school, like a final project. And I don't know if you're anything like me, I, when I was in school, I'd have some like big project that was due and like the night before it was due, I'd be like, oh my God, I need to like re-edit all of this. Like it could be, maybe this is terrible. Like need to reassess this. Oh, I need to add more to it. I need to whatever, whatever. And then I'd end up like basically like messing it up in some regard. And I feel like I, if I had just stuck to my guns and what I thought was good, it probably would have been way less cluttered and made more sense to people. And I probably would have gotten a better grade. And half the time, like my teacher would say like, this is a little bit confusing or cluttered <laughs> because I would always like go back like the night before or a couple days before and like panic and just add more. Similarly, I do this like in conversation with people when I'm nervous, I just like keep talking and I keep saying things even though they don't need to be shared or they are no longer adding to the conversation in any way. And I feel like when I am working in a series, I find myself doing this same exact thing, the same tendency of like, 
I need to add more, like more, 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 more is better. Instead of pausing and being like, hey, I have four really awesome pieces that I'm happy with. I don't feel inspired by any other pictures I found right now, so I'm not gonna force it. I will release these four pieces and move on. And I would have saved myself probably weeks of work (laughs) and time And once again, I'm not saying that these pieces won't sell eventually or someone might like them, but I I feel like more often than not, I notice this trend in my work that any of those, I'm going to call them busy work paintings that I create or panic paintings. I like that word, panic paintings um, that I create because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this because I think people will like it. Anytime I'm working from that place, it's never, it like virtually never sells. Like it's, you know, obviously there are times when it does, but it's like very rare. And, and you know, the more, and that's like, that's what I notice about myself. You know, obviously you could have your own observations about you and your own work. Maybe sometimes you have the opposite problem of abandoning things too soon, which is a very valid problem. And sometimes I find myself doing that with paintings, but more often than not, I just don't know when to stop. And so if you're the type of artist who just doesn't know when to stop or you create very often from a place of anxiety or a place of like needing, honestly, like, just like I said, put it bluntly, like from a place of like wanting to make money, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I want to sell my work. Like I, I am a full-time artist. This is my livelihood. I very much get in my head about like, how am I going to sell these paintings? But if I work from that place, it's really like a mind, it's a a mind game. If I'm working from that place, it doesn't go well. Of course, I always have to keep that in mind that like ultimately this is a product that will sell. But if I'm really only operating from that place, the work isn't authentic, it isn't original, it isn't good for me. That's my process. Like I said, everyone's different. But I would venture to say that most people would resonate with that. If you could think about the most recent painting that you've created that you really fell in love with, that you felt like just was so smooth and natural, I would guarantee, I mean, maybe I can't guarantee, but I would argue that probably most of you, if not like 90% of you would say it didn't come from that place of wanting to make it to have it sell or it didn't come originate from the place of oh my followers will like this it probably originated from a place of oh i love this image or i love this idea this concept whatever and you just allowed yourself like you let go and allowed your creative inspiration to guide you and not the fear not the anxiety and we talk about this a lot on the show in many different ways but i think the way it is showing up for me currently is I'm realizing that in using the word series for me is like confining lately. It's makes me feel like I have to create that final project and there needs to, it needs to be big and there needs to be a ton of them. And they're like, I need to make sure that like there's so much quantity and it really sacrifices quality for me when I work in a series. And so I am gonna take a new approach going forward. I'm, I'm gonna work, just work, and work on creating originals and work from images I find inspiring, and I'm not gonna put a label on it. 
I am going to have a, <laughs> you know, open, you know, fluid relationship with my work that I'm not going to put into a confined box. I'm going to see what happens, you know, um, in full disclosure, I'm recording this episode in early February and I plan, I have been saying I'm going to do a Chicago series. Well, I have a couple Chicago images, source images that I really am excited about. And I think I was starting to really get in my head about like, okay, I need to find like 10 more source images to like flush out this series. And it's like, hold on a second. Like maybe I just don't have 10 more Chicago paintings in me. Maybe I only have five that are going to be really good. Why waste my time creating 50, like 10 more like okay paintings when I could just do five really awesome ones that like will most likely sell because I think they're going to be great and like I feel inspired and then move on to another thing that like inspires me more. So maybe what I'm trying to say is embrace the mini series or embrace like your bursts of creativity. I think it's kind of unnatural for us to work from this place of like a prolonged project. I don't know, once again, maybe you're different than me. Maybe the medium you work in is something that requires you to have this like long like process. Like maybe you're a writer and like you're writing a novel. Like that is a long process. You have to have a lot of forethought and planning that goes into that. Um, I am realizing that for me as a painter, I need to be really in the moment. And that's when I make my best work is when I'm really in the moment, I'm like zoned in, I'm really excited about this little corner of this one painting. And if I get too big picture about it, I can't enjoy and embrace the beauty of the moment. And that's just me. And maybe that resonates with you or maybe you're somebody who's like, oh no, Julia, I get so focused on the details that like I lose myself so much that then there, everything's a jumbled mess. Or if, or for you, like the details, you know, really stress you out and you're way, way better at working in a big picture, like having that assignment based work, like you need that structure. I'm not advocating that everybody should stop working that way. So I'm just making a point for why I think it's become confining for me. And I am honest, I also am kind of laughing because I think there's an episode, if you scroll back, that advocates for working in a series. So like I said, I this is a very fluid thing for me. I'm figuring it out. But I, I think it, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and then expecting a different result. And I've just seen this r continue to happen for me when I like work in a series, there's always these like leftover scrap, you know, panic paintings that end up happening for me. And it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. And it's literally a waste of money. And I don't want to have that continue to happen. That's not to say that like every painting I create needs to be like the best thing ever, that it needs to be perfect, that I, there's no space for, for bad work. Not saying that at all. What I am saying though, is there's no space for busy work. And there's no space for working out of a place of fear and in my studio, in my creative space. And so for me, really harnessing my ability to focus on details, to be a detail-oriented person, to be somebody who works best in the moment and with bursts of creativity, one painting at a time, is better for me. And I think the whole moral of the story is just like self-study. You know, I... 
I, I really hate how much I talk about yoga lately. I don't hate it because I love yoga, but like, I also feel like anybody who listens to the show is gonna be like, oh my God, really? I don't, another yoga reference, but there is this philosophy in yoga that is like kind of the biggest principle of yoga is like self-study. And it is really paying close attention to how you show up like each day in a, in a new way in your practice. like noticing like what works in your body specifically and not forcing yourself into any particular mold. You know, here we are all doing a similar pose, right? Like we are all creating a insert painting, you know, insert like ceramics, whatever your medium is. Like there is this umbrella of a pose just like, okay, we all can go into, you know, downward dog and all of our downward dogs will look different. All of our bodies are different. You know, some of us have really like tight hamstrings and we just have to bend our knees. Other of us, others of us are like super limp, like, you know, dancers and just like you are like limber and whatever. And like that is their body. And both are correct. Both are beautiful. And it's the same thing with like painting, like the way that works best for me to create work. Um, and for me to create paintings and have a painting practice is going to look different than how you practice. And so I really, I, I really shy away from being prescriptive on this podcast and rather just sharing what's currently working for me. And I really think that if you are someone who's currently struggling with um, feeling like you need to create output and create quantity, but you are sacrificing quality and you feel like you are not as in the work and you are like kind of uh, feeding the monster, if you will, and it's not resonating with you and your audience, I would suggest maybe looking at the structures that you've created for yourself in the studio. What sort of pressure can you alleviate so that you can be more creative? You could be more spontaneous. Um, I just, yeah, I think it's an interesting thing to think about. I also would really encourage all of us to think about who our influences are and are we trying to fit ourselves into, I don't know, like are you following someone on Instagram who's always releasing a series and you're like, wow, that sounds so official and fancy and I'm gonna, I should work in series because, you know, that would make me sound more professional and, and would you know, make people take me more seriously if I worked in a series. That, like, I'm saying this because that's exactly what I did. I was looking at all these other artists and, like, how they release their work. And there is something kind of sexy about, like, oh, wow, like, you have this, like, super cohesive body of work that's so intentional and every piece, like, like is a part of this series. Like, there is something that I feel like... It, it just sounds more legit, right? But that's just not how my brain works. My brain is scattered. Like I have bursts of inspiration all the time. And I'm not saying I have to flush out every single burst of inspiration, but if I'm constantly limiting myself and saying, oh, I cannot work on that painting, uh, you know, this I can't paint a painting of this photo I took on vacation because I'm in my Chicago series right now. Well, hell, like, well, then that's, that's kind of sad, right? It's like, okay, here's this, Thing I really think I could put my heart and soul into because I love it. And instead I have to go paint something that I'm not excited about and that's probably not going to be as good. No. 
So look at who you are comparing yourself to. Are you looking at other artists on Instagram and thinking you need to fit like the way they're running their business? Do you think you have to fit your business into that mold? Um, are you, you know, maybe you're in some sort of coaching program and like the coach is telling you like you have to do it this way and it's just not working for you. You know, look at like recognize that about yourself, like question it is all I'm trying to say. And I'm currently planning a wedding and I was, I've been looking at like Instagram for inspiration for like the wedding, or at least I was. Um, and I was getting so much anxiety. Like I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through like thousands of photos of people's weddings and like maybe finding one photo of the thousands that like felt somewhat inspiring to me. But meanwhile, I'm ingesting like thousands of photos of other people's weddings that like I am now suddenly have as a point of comparison for whatever my wedding ends up being. It's unhealthy, right? Like their that's not their wedding is never going to be what my wedding is. And also, those are photographs. Like probably half of them are staged probably half of them maybe weren't even that fun, you know? And like, there was so much emphasis on these like elaborate details and it looking beautiful that like, who, who knows if the bride was super stressed that day, if it was like a fun party, people were dancing, like it might look beautiful, right? It may look good. Like a wedding might look on, you know, Instagram, but you, but you don't know what goes on behind the scenes for those people. You don't know how they might be stressed. They might be feeling burnt out. They might be feeling exhausted. You don't know that. And so if you are just constantly comparing, you know, it, how you want, you know, your work to be to somebody else's, or if you're constantly comparing your, um, your dream wedding to somebody else's you know, wedding on Instagram that you didn't attend, you have no idea what it was really like, you're going to be miserable. And so I have made this rule for myself where I'm no longer looking on Instagram or Pinterest for like wedding inspiration. I may look, you know, at, for example, if I'm looking for a wedding dress, I may look at different designers online or I may ask friends or people I trust, like their advice on things, but I'm going to allow like, I'm not, I don't want comparison to enter this like sacred space of mine. Like I, I want my wedding to feel fun and light and not like I'm going to be at the altar thinking through all those Instagram photos that I saw and comparing if my wedding looks as beautiful as theirs does. And that's just not what I want. And I think a similar philosophy can be applied to art. Like stop <laughs> standing at your easel and thinking through all the Instagram photos of people's art that you saw today and comparing your process to theirs because it's never gonna be the same. My relationship is never gonna be like anybody else's relationship. My wedding therefore will never be like anybody else's wedding. And that's beautiful, that is wonderful. And that if I embrace that, that will probably be like what makes my wedding great. You know, if I truly embrace the fact that it's going to be different, it's going to be mine and it's gonna be unique. Just like my work will is unique and will never be like anybody else's. So I guess what I'm trying to say is stop forcing yourself into a mold think critically about how comparison and how this idea of how you should be running your business or your creative practice is really stunting you. 
Um, I hope that this resonated in some way, shape or form. Um, I really hope that you guys know that this podcast is never meant to make you feel like you are doing something wrong either. I know we give a lot of advice. I feel like I'm sometimes the queen of unsolicited <laughs> advice. Um, it's probably what's kind of why I started this podcast, but I, that's something I'm working on. I'm really working on being more fluid and recognizing that what works for me doesn't always work for other people. And so take any suggestion I make with a grain of salt. Um, and you know, if it works for you, take it. If it doesn't, leave it here. I love you guys. I so appreciate you listening to these little rants of mine. Um, and we will be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>